Hey, it's Chris, The Dating Doc, and this entire podcast episode is all about how to live, how to live again, truly live socially and both in dating when it comes to the post-COVID-19 era. Stay tuned. COVID's almost behind us. And I say almost because I don't want to lessen the impact it's had on places like India, other parts of the world are seeing strains, uh, different strands, I should say a bit. Um, Argentina, Brazil, some parts of the U.S., rural U.S. Won't get into politics too much, but those that don't want to take the vaccine won't get into that too much. But again, COVID's behind us by all intents and purposes. So what does that mean? It means the perfect storm, the inverse storm of its summertime whole bunch of people that want to want to mingle, want to cuddle with someone, want to meet someone, want to get that social energy going. So, yeah, what you saw last year is you saw a lot of the the opposite. You saw a lot of introversion. You saw a lot of folks that were avoiding going out and about because they didn't want to get in trouble or they didn't want to get the virus. Now, 2021, right? 2020 is supposed to be the year of perfect vision, right? If you want to use the whole metaphor of 2020 vision, 2021, we've moved beyond that. It was actually imperfect vision. It was the election cycle, the virus, obviously. We had one of my favorite athletes of all time pass. It was uh, it was, it was an ugly year. So it was definitely clear as mud when it came to our vision, at least as a country. And I feel now with 2021, we're somewhat getting better. We're now still living in the the mist of cancel culture. Everything's getting canceled. Doesn't matter if it's your favorite cartoons. Doesn't matter if it's your show. Doesn't matter if it's uh, changing up your heroes for good, better, worse. We're just living in this continuous change. New pronouns every day that are being introduced that I'm supposed to keep up with. Right, we're kind of losing the mutual respect piece. I feel like nowadays it's more important to accept someone else's view. Actually, not even accept. They demand that you accept their view. Right? Not not through intrinsic effort, but no, you need to believe the movement that I'm telling you you need to believe in. Instead of leaving with just respect and having an open mind and dialogue, we're becoming collective narcissists. But I digress. 2021 is a year where we don't have to worry as much about the virus. We can hopefully focus on being more social, getting out and about, boosting the economy. But more importantly, can we just get back to just a little bit of normality with the way we treat each other? Can we... Stop taking for granted the fact that when we are out and about, we have an opportunity to treat each other well. Are we still going to lead with the are you down for this hashtag? What are your views on instead of who are you? I don't know. I'm not sure. Not a social scientist. Okay, I'm a dating doc, but I'm not a social scientist. So I I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know that it would be nice if we can get back to being humans. Now it seems like 
the phones have made us the robots. So I started off with all of that in the last podcast section there because we, we want to kind of uh, stretch out. We, we, we want to get this narrative on what needs to happen. What, what kind of mindset do we need to be in in this post-quarantine, post-COVID era? First off, the approach counts. We can't just say simply go out and about and hopefully you'll meet the love of your life, or maybe an activity partner, or maybe your friends would benefit. We got to have the mindset right. Because I'll tell you what, before COVID, people still took for granted the fact that they could be out and about meeting someone. Too busy staring at our phones while you're pushing your shopping cart, bumping into people. Again, become the robot, not even really being in this world, walking around. So I'm tell you the first thing, Put your phones down. Put them away a lot more than you should have way back in the days. Plenty, plenty of reason to be addicted. You got to go check your Instagram. Got to check your Facebook. Got to check your Twitter. Got to check your emails, your text messages. Got to play your little favorite Candy Crush type game. Got to watch that viral video on TikTok. That's too much. That's too much. And we have accepted that as normal. Now, I'm going to tell you, that's the first thing we got to do. We got to let our brains take a break. Let your dopamine chill out a little bit. There is no way that you're going to get some pure bonding, which I'm going to get into. There's no way that you can you can let the magic happen of dating or socializing when you're too plugged into your phone. Just imagine your brain. It's like your brain being on a treadmill, even if it's at a slow pace. It's like your brain's at a treadmill the entire time. And all of a sudden, now we're asking you to unplug from that treadmill and just be normal. But you want to get back on that treadmill. Let your brain take a rest. All right. That's going to be the first thing I'm I'm going to tell everyone who's listening to this. The only way you're going to actually meet the kind of person you want, even if it is just short term or whatnot, if you want some of that substance, that magic, put your phone away. Okay. Ironically, maybe you got to set a timer on your smartphone. That's like, you know what? Two hour break. And the only way I'm picking up my phone is if mom, dad calls and if my boss calls or, you know, whatever that that threshold looks like. Right. Kids, your boss, supervisors, etc. And then you put it away. Put it away. Put it away. That means that. Midnight, when you're bored and you want to check out TikToks and you're swiping and scrolling and all that, put it away. Let your mind rest. I'm telling you right now, as you hear these words, remind yourself, I got to do what Chris, the dating doc says. I need to take breaks from my phone. But you know, listen to the podcast because I need, I need I need the metrics. So quit, you know, quit with that thought that you got to, you got to put me away. I'm joking. No, seriously. Put the phone away and this next section, we're going to segment, we're going to segment these tips, how to get back in that post COVID dating scene. Let's do it.
I tell plenty of my clients that you have to develop your social energy so you can be a lot more dating worthy. It is like putting gas tank in your attraction energy. If you are the type that your social life is only centered on going on dates, and I see this a lot more with male clients where it's like, hey, they only get out and about if they're going on a date. If not, the rest of you know, the rest of their day, they're playing video games, going to the wrong kind of websites, and you know, that show certain kind of videos. If you know what I mean, going to work, working out, walking the dog if they have one, rinse and repeat. And then their only reason for going out is, hey, they've got a date off online dating website to get that social energy okay it starts off with the basics it, it, it starts off with bringing a book and going to a coffee shop going to a park and walking around you have to be amongst people even if you're not directly interacting with them at first this actually works really well for those that are just getting getting rid of uh, the, a depression spell or if they have a lot of social anxiety, um, these are some practices you can do is to get out and about. You have to be in the social setting, even if you're not interacting with it at first, at first. Now with time, the cool thing is people will ask you, hey, what are you reading? Or there's little nuances where you're going to look up, you're going to make eye contact and a smile. And it, it could be the head nod, right? As the guys passing by, you know, guys with their mutual head nod. Just that's fine. Little, little things like that, right? Um, it could be that you go to the gym by yourself. Same thing. Head nod uh, for the woman. You know, you're going to the gym even by yourself just to get away from the house, get away from maybe if you had a bad breakup, if you've had a bad day at work. You have to get out into a social scene, even if you don't interact in it. Okay, so that's the first step. These are for folks that are bouncing back into it. Now, the second step, or even for those that already have that mindset of taking themselves and being somewhere, now you have to look at what can I add to this environment? Right? Instead of thinking, oh man, you know, I really don't want to talk to anyone. How can I add to this environment? How can I add to this farmer's market? A nice smile. I'm supporting a small business. I'm having a conversation with a group of folks that are standing right in front of me while we wait for, you know, um, some some custom Italian ice. Okay, shout out to Richard who sets up at the Bandera Food Market, Farmers Market, I should say. Great friend of mine, and he's got some great Italian ice for those in the San Antonio area. DM me at Instagram at the Dating Doc if you want the digits, if you want the information on that. So. You take advantage of the environment and you add to it. You are part of the environment. You don't look at it through the scope of, I didn't see anyone good looking, so why am I gonna try? Or, um, I really don't wanna talk to anyone. That's from a selfish standpoint. You gotta look at it more of, you know, I am part of this world, I'm part of this life, so why not add to it? And as you start practicing that, you can join singles groups at church, you can join meetup groups. You can go to nightlife places. You can go to seminars. You can go to networking events, places where now you're placed in a role of being in a group setting that it's encouraged to talk to people in a very simultaneous fashion. Whereas if you go to a bar by yourself, you go to a coffee place, you're gonna be limited by who's in your proximity. 
Now you're placing yourself in some simultaneous socializing. Okay, so as, let's let's recap real quick. We talked about the importance of being social, why men and women do it in the last section. We touched upon this section on how point-to-point socializing happens and, and how to get yourself going. And then now I'm talking about simultaneous, how to really, really be in that social energy. This is just as important to be able to unlock some of those that that pent up tightness that you have in yourself. You have to practice that social energy to just radiate a lot better. I might lose some folks because they may not be into vibrations and frequency. I definitely am. I think one day we'll be able to measure it. But work on that social energy, especially during this post-19, post-COVID-19 era. Uh, It's going to be truly important for your mental health. And guess what? We're all a collective. So we need to add to it. All right. Stay tuned. Let's see what else we got. So I'm going to break down the way that I feel that guys socialize versus the way that that women, ladies, females socialize. So with men... We normally center around the bees. Okay, we talk about we talk about babes. We talk about ball, aka sports, right? Basketball, football, call it ball, right? Could be UFC, whatever. Bible or business. Those are our excuses to get together. We talk about babes. Oh, and beer, beer, aka alcohol, right? So th- these are kind of like the the four or five Bs. I remember I had this a lot more organized in my head before, but bottom line, that's that's the reason that men get together, right? Either to go somewhere, a bar to watch sports, uh, Bible, right? If if they're they're you know Christian, that could also apply uh, other religions. If that's that's their catalyst for for going out and meeting up. Uh, babes, self-explanatory, going out, either talking about your existing girlfriend or wife, or you're going out on the make. And business, self-explanatory, going out there, doing a deal together, talking about entrepreneur ideas, etc., etc. Now, the thing is, you normally do that with people you know, or when it comes to the beer part, then you extend that to where you're seated at you try to have that conversation with someone else right but it's going to be centered on initiating that conversation based on those other bees a little bit awkward if you're drinking beer and you want to start off with the bible thing but hey you do you but more than likely could be the babes part hey is this a good place to meet girls or you could talk about the business part oh yeah i'm actually working on some excel sheets here for my firm I'm actually a social media manager for a, you know, for a law firm. All right, bam, that's a catalyst for for a conversation. Um, You can talk about ball. That's easy. You can talk about what's what's on the TV. Good way to socialize and segue into having a conversation. Hey, hey, cool, man. I'm also a a Pittsburgh fan. What's your name? Cool. Nice to meet you, et cetera, et cetera. Now, woman, woman feels safer in groups uh, that they already know. They'll come in droves. It is rare that you'll see a woman at the bar by herself. It's way possible, and that's fine. 
but normally they come in groups that know each other. They're going to the bathroom together so they can strategize, put on makeup and all that jazz, and then talk about the one girl they don't like, <laughs> or strategize how they're going to leave that one weeb that's talking to such and such. Right. So there, there's this, there's this, uh, there's this togetherness that women have. It's tribal togetherness. Come in together. A little bit different. Talk about house. They can talk about shopping, kids if they have them. Definitely talk about men and their lives that they're currently dating, or you know, husband back home that they more than likely are complaining about because they need a place to vent, and that's fine. That's healthy. And yes, they can also talk about business. Now, um, some of the things that they won't talk about the dividing line between men and women is more than likely, more than likely, they won't talk as much about sports. As the reason for being out and about, they would rather talk about shopping and, and house updates or upgrades versus uh, which team is winning. And, and again, this goes in differences between men and women. Um, and you could observe that when you're out and about, you'll see women that if they're going out to watch a sporting event, there might be a couple guys in that group. Or if they are going out to watch sports. Their main purpose is not to watch sports. If three girls are together, it's more to see the guys that are, you know, that are going out to uh, watch sports. They're on the make. Women are also more mobile while they're going out. They can walk around a target together. They can walk the park together. They can do yoga together. They can, you know, jog together. Men can do this as well. But it's just not as much, you know. Like if if I'm gonna go out with a, with a, a friend of mine, it's gonna be rare that I walk with him at the Riverwalk of San Antonio, um, unless we're on the make or unless we're on the way to a bar or unless we're on the way to live music place. Uh, you know, we just I'm not gonna go shopping at Target with my homeboy. It's just kind of rare. Unless we're going to get workout equipment or, or housing stuff that we're going to work on, but it's a lot more rare compared to women that can do those type of activities together. Why do I say all this stuff? It's to remind you, especially those that have been a little bit alone during COVID, or maybe you're just anti-social period, just to show you some some technique on how to grow your network or how to get plugged back into that social network. Because here's the thing: is I talked about on the last section about getting rid of your phone. That is not social media. That is truly not social. Okay, you're plugged into your phone, and all you're doing is responding to the little bits of information. And on top of that, there's this uh, Pavlovian type of um, addiction to getting you to check your notifications and get you back on your phone. That's not being social, not at all. It's actually quite the opposite. So this section was all about reminding you on the basics of how men congregate and why they congregate and reasons for women congregate. And um, hopefully you can apply that. Next section, we're going to get into how you can truly, truly grow that, that uh, social network and your friends. For both new and existing listeners, let me tell you about what I do. So the dating doc, who's this guy? Well, 
I know about neurolinguistic programming, cognitive behavioral therapy. I'm a certified life coach. I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been in the industry, everything from hosting speed dating events, matchmaking, having my own online dating site. I've been featured on both local and national news. Just go ahead. You can Google my name. You can Google the dating doc. What I got is I got a deal that's only going to be exclusive for these podcast listeners, people like you. 25% off my first date coaching session. What's one way to take advantage of this? Find me on Instagram, The Dating Doc. The Dating Doc on Instagram. Send me a DM and say, hey, look, I heard your Spotify. I heard you on Google Podcasts. I want to know more about this date coaching. 25% off your first session. I promise you that. Or you can also direct text me. I'm at 210-701-0745. That's 210-701-0745. Tell me, hey, look, heard about you. Heard about your podcast episode. Let's do this. 25% off. It's a great way for ideas to become a reality when it comes to your dating relationship life. Been doing this for a while. I'm passionate about it, and I can't wait to meet you. So I'm going to tie up this episode by reminding you all uh, on the power of journaling. Uh, one thing that you may need to do is ask, how did COVID-19 affect me? Even if you didn't get the virus at all, how did it affect you? Did you gain weight? Did you lose a lot of weight in an unhealthy way? Did you reflect on what life means to you? Did you not? Were you numb Did you find yourself going through months of inactivity, whether it was mental, physical, et cetera? Just write a page, write a page on what COVID did to you. The quarantine, uh, did it make you lose faith in humanity when you saw people writing over toilet paper of all things? I I personally um, was very flustered with so-called free Americans and the fact that we only cared about ourselves, right? We, we didn't have that sense of community that I alluded to in the last section. Just use it. Uh, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised what you may put in that one page journal on how this quarantine and COVID-19 affected you. And extra credit, if you can put down, if there was any kind of anything negative or destructive that happened, putting down what do you want to do better this year and in the rest of your life? Okay, if maybe you didn't value as much socializing. All right, now I need to be part of this nexus. I need to be part of, I need to add to this world instead of just thinking, hey, what, when's the next distraction? Now your new approach to socializing is, how can I be part of the collective, for example? Or if you gain a lot of weight, you can think about it and say, you know what? The fact that gyms weren't open, I was too tied up with social validation that I didn't go to the gym because the gyms weren't open. And I just decided to just not work out because I can't take any nice Instagram photos that way. Now you can look at it as I want to stay healthy regardless, regardless if it's the end of the world, I need to be able to get more creative with body weight workouts. So think of how this all affected you. And at the end of it, we're going to come out on the other side way better. Even though this is over, even though this is somewhat over, again, not to discount the fact that there's still COVID-19 rising in other countries. In some ways, it's over, though, for, for uh, a majority of, of folks in the U.S. 
it's not over with the effects. It's not over the anxiety, the social anxiety, maybe even the depression, the, the, the physical health changes. That's not over. That needs to be fixed. It needs to be improved. And you owe it to yourself to fix and improve it. But you're not going to know how to do that unless you're able to reflect on what that looks like. So just a little nugget of information there. Wanted to drop that. Hopefully you can use it. This is Chris, the Dating Doc, signing out. Peace. Peace.